This is the Tao of Christ, and I am Marshall Davis. In this podcast, I explore the mystical roots of Christianity, which Jesus called the Kingdom of God, which I refer to as Christian non-duality, unitive awareness, or union with God. Others call it non-dual awareness, liberation, enlightenment, or spiritual awakening. It is the heart of all spiritual traditions. This is the Tao of Christ. Good morning, this is Marshall Davis. We are deep within the Christmas season now and holiday activities are in full swing. So it's a good time to contemplate the meaning of Christmas. Too often the choice we get seems to be between Santa Claus and the baby Jesus. Secular versus theistic or perhaps opting for celebrating the winter solstice as an alternative. But it is possible to celebrate the Christian holiday spiritually from a non-dual perspective. The holiday of Christmas expresses the oneness that is our true nature. and is the nature of the one reality. The core theological message of Christmas is incarnation. The Gospel of Matthew communicates this by saying that the birth of Jesus fulfilled the prophecy of Emmanuel, which the Gospel writer helpfully explains means God with us. The Gospel of John proclaims the same truth by saying that the the divine word became flesh and dwelt among us, full of grace and truth. Traditionally, Christianity has understood this to speak only about Jesus, the divinity of Jesus. But incarnation isn't just about the nature of Jesus. It is about us. In the scriptures, Christ is a representative man, just like Adam is representative. Both figures are symbolic. We are all included in the figure of Adam and the figure of Christ. The Apostle Paul understood this and used these names in this way. He says we die in Adam and are alive in Christ. In his famous resurrection chapter he says the first Adam became a living being, the second Adam became a life-giving spirit. One of the Apostle's favorite terms for the spiritual life is being in Christ. And he says, there's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. He says, we were in Christ from the beginning of the universe. He says, we are chosen in him before the foundation of the world. Christmas is about origins. It is not only about Jesus' spiritual origin, but also our spiritual origin. It is about Jesus as the Son of God and us as sons and daughters of God. That is why the genealogies are included in the Christmas narratives, although you don't hear them read much in church during Advent and Christmas. Genealogies tell us who we are. I enjoy researching my personal genealogy. I got my DNA tested through Ancestry a while back and I found out where I came from. My DNA comes mostly from the British Isles and chiefly from Scotland. So, I attended the Highland Games 
this fall in New Hampshire to explore my heritage, although I decided not to go so far as to wear a kilt. I also discovered I have ancestors from the Netherlands and Scandinavia and Western Europe. The biblical Christmas stories give us Jesus' genealogy. They tell us where Jesus is from. Matthew's Christmas genealogy traces his ancestry back through King David to the patriarch Abraham. Luke's account takes his genealogy all the way back to Adam, who is called the Son of God. So Jesus is called the Son of God, according to Luke, because he traces his ancestry back to Adam, the Son of God. I'm reading Marcus Borg's book, The First Christmas, as part of an Advent study group at our church. Borg sees the title Son of God as a political statement. The title challenged the authority of Caesar, who was called the Son of God and claimed to be descended from the goddess Venus. In John's Gospel, Jesus is not only called the Son of God, but the one and only Son, or the only begotten Son, depending on the translation. That is a direct challenge to Caesar's claims. What Borg says in his book about the political ramifications of the title Son of God is certainly true. But I see Son of God chiefly as a spiritual statement rather than a political one. Furthermore, the title is not just a statement about Jesus' identity, but our identity. We also are descended from Adam, the Son of God. Our origin is divine. That is what it means to be made in the image of God. This is truly a radical statement to make today. It was a politically radical statement for early Christians to call Jesus the Son of God. It is a religiously radical statement today to say that our origin is divine. To say that we are sons and daughters of God. That's a direct challenge to traditional that wants to simply emphasize a difference between Jesus' nature and our nature. Wants to put a big theological chasm between us and Jesus. The phrase, only begotten Son of God, has been badly misinterpreted to mean that only Christianity has the truth because only we are founded upon the only incarnation of God. That's not what it says. In fact, the earliest manuscripts of John's Gospel speak of the only begotten God. It is saying there's only one God, one Son. We are all one in this. One in Adam, one in Christ, one in God, all sons and daughters of God, because we are one in God, in Christ. In other words, this is non-duality. Incarnation speaks not just of Jesus' spiritual origin, but our spiritual origin. John's prologue says that we are children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision or husband's will, but born of God. That is our genealogy. We are sons and daughters of the one God. According to the prologue of John, when we realize who Jesus really is, then we realize who we really are. That 
is what Christmas is about. That is self-realization. This is spiritual awakening. This is new birth. This can be known by spiritual practice. The practice I'm talking about is akin to the Zen Koan, which says, show me your original face before you were born or before your parents were born. This is one of the most powerful spiritual pointers. When we see what it is pointing to, it gives us, according to the prologue of John, the power or the right to become children of God. And we can see this right now. It takes no time at all. It's instantaneous. Simply see what you were before you were born. Now, I'm not talking about speculative or mythological thinking. I'm not talking about reincarnation or pre-existence as separate souls. Those are ideas. What I'm talking about is not an idea. I'm talking about direct seeing. See who you were before your parents were born, before your ancestors were born, before the human race began, before the earth was formed, before the universe came into existence, before the Big Bang, as Jesus says, before the foundation of the world, which according to science is 13.7 billion years ago. Look into the darkness that was on the face of the deep, as Genesis 1 describes it. Don't think about it. Sense it, see it, intuit it. You are this. So just notice what you always are. Get beyond the idea that we are physical creatures born a few decades ago. Be aware of your unborn essence. Be aware as that eternal being, as a capital B. See your face before the creation of the cosmos. Another practice is to see your face after your death, long after. I'm not talking about a corpse here. Millions of years after the death of the body and the death of planet Earth and the death of the universe. Pondering death wakes us up to our deathless nature. That's why the practice of contemplating death is a part of so many spiritual traditions. I've had several people I know well die recently. That's a price you pay for being a pastor. You get to know a lot of people well. Contemplating our nature after death is as powerful as contemplating who we are before birth. When you, when you contemplate this, don't get caught up in myths of heaven and hell or reincarnation or all that. Those are just stories created by the ego because I can't imagine being anything but a separate entity. You are so much more than that. You are eternal by nature. That is what incarnation is about. That's what Christmas is about. See your original and eternal face. That's your true identity. You are not a body or a mind or a personality. You are not a primate descended from primitive mammals. You are that which did not evolve was not born, and cannot die. That is the essence of Christmas. Christmas is not just about contemplating who Jesus was at the time of his birth, 
It is discovering what we really are. So when you hear the Christmas stories about angels and shepherds and wise men, see them as celebrating what we are in Christ, who is representative of humankind. We are sons and daughters of God, born of God. We are in Christ before the foundation of the universe. Christmas is about us as well as Jesus. And that is it for today. Merry Christmas to you and grace and peace. That is the Tao of Christ for today. Thank you for listening. You can access other episodes of this podcast at thedowofchrist.com. You can also find these podcasts in video format at my YouTube channel at christiannonduality.net. My blog, Spiritual Reflections, can be found at marshalldavis.us. There you will also find a link to my books and my email address. Join me next time for another episode of The Tao of Christ.